Some threats from grandma. A police officer killed a young man. You marched. He was arrested. Yes, I understand there were three other officers present who should have been charged as well. You continued to march. Then you began to riot and loot and became out of control. People destroyed their neighborhoods, their stores, their jobs, and their homes. I understand a lot of people were outsiders, but that was your community. Please help me to understand what happens next. As you can tell from my opening, I am a grandma, a grandma of 19. Not only am I a grandma, I'm also a great-grandma of five. I'm also a praying grandma. I have lived a long time, over 70 years. Tears came to my eyes when I saw what was happening here in Atlanta and then in many other cities. I definitely began to pray with expectations that God would answer, and he did. I lived through the riots in Newark, New Jersey in 1967. Google it. It was so sad. After four days, it looked as if the city had been bombed. What I want you to know is that we never recovered. Fifteen years later, we still had not fully recovered. I understand frustration. I understand anger. I understand every emotion there is. What I don't understand is when we go out and destroy what we need to survive. I am so sure that Mr. Floyd's family did not want this to happen. He will always be remembered because of these riots and not because of the injustice that was done to him and his family. I will continue to pray because I know God is going to work this out in due time. No judgment, just my opinion. Hugs and blessings from Grandma. Hi, this is Dr. Mabel. I'm a retired educator and a licensed clinical pastoral counselor and founder and CEO of Cherish Dreams Counseling. This is a very difficult time for all of us, especially for our parents. And I'd like to just take a little while to kind of talk to our parents. I know you're struggling. I know this is difficult for you. I know that you've never seen anything like this before and the children at home every day, all day, and you're trying to figure out what to do with them. Well, there's some things that you're going to have to do in order to keep order in the house, whether you have one one child or if you have five children. You're going to have to get some organization going. You're gonna have to get some rules and regulations. And in order to do that, I would suggest that you got all of them to sit down to a family meeting. They may be shocked. A family meeting, what does that even mean? Well, it means that we get together as a family and we're going to make some rules and regulations that will be monitored by us. You will be responsible for doing the things that you say that you're going to do. So for this family meeting, everyone's gonna come around. You can sit on the floor, you can sit on the couch, you can be at the table or someone's bedroom, providing that that room is now clean. You'll go in there and you and mom and dad or the caregiver, whoever's the adult in the family, and you will all sit down and make some rules and regulations that will help you all stay safe, 
lessen the stress and help everybody to have some semblance of happiness and some semblance of what's normal. We now have a new normal. What we experienced four months ago no longer exists. And you may hear people saying when we get back to normal, you will never get back to where we were. This is going to be something brand new. And as a result, we're all going to have to pitch in to make sure that everything is working together. One of my biggest concerns right now, and it always has been, as a parent, a grandparent, and a great-grandparent, I always have a concern for our young children between the ages of 5 and 10, and sometimes even 11, because these young people don't have a voice, and we tend to tell them, go play, go do this, go do that. We talk in front of them. We watch things on TV in front of them, and it's almost as if they don't exist or they don't understand. They do. They just don't have a voice to let you know that they understand. So what I would like for some of you parents to do, and I'm going to be coming on from time to time, um, trying to help you. Uh, My children are in their 50s now, so I've been out here for a while. I understand things have changed, but I've also been out in the community forever. And I interact with young people all the time. I volunteer in the school system. Um, I'm not blind to what's going on. I am computer literate, very computer literate. And I know for our young people that don't know how to do a whole lot by themselves, they need you. They need you. One of the major things I'd like to ask you as parents, caregivers, older siblings, talk to your child. The between five and 10 years old, talk to them. Ask them what do they think? What do they think's going on? What do they think's going to happen? They need to hear from you and you have to watch them more because now that they're out and about, you have to make sure that they're always safe. Um, Listen to them. I said talk, but I also want you to listen. Listen to what they have to say. Ask questions. Ask questions about their feelings. Ask questions about what they think. I want you also to watch for changes in your child. Watch for changes in the child. If the child is usually talkative and now all of a sudden they're very quiet, or if they were very quiet and now they're very talkative, or they're clinging, or they don't want you to leave them, Um, Many times we put them in the bed as if things were normal and we say, go to sleep. However, maybe this is a time that they will talk. Sit with them, maybe put the light out and just sit and talk. Or you can read a book before they go to bed. Or you can just lie there with them and make them feel extremely safe. This is a difficult time for them. And many times we have so much going on. Some of you parents are working from home. Some of you parents have all kinds of things going on. And some of the older siblings are getting restless. A lot is going on in the home. Don't forget our children between the ages of 5 and 10. And 5 and younger as well. 
even though they may not be able to talk, but make them feel safe. So we're st- we're talking about, even though I said ages five to 10, I'm saying from birth to five and then five to 10 and even older, look at your child and see. You know your child, you know who your child is, you know what they're used to doing. And if they're not doing these things, or if they're sleeping a lot, they might be depressed, they might be frightened. Um, it's a lot going on. I want you to watch for those signs of depression. Young children do get depressed. We don't think that, but we do. They feel hopeless. They feel scared. They don't know what to do. And if mommy and daddy or the caregivers or the older people, if you're talking fearful, if you're talking, I don't know what to do. If you're letting this uh, COVID-19 dictate your whole life. Yes, we have to wear masks. You can explain to them why. Um, Yes, no, we can't just go visit like we used to. You can explain to them why. All of this is age appropriate. And with the internet, there's so many things that you can go on the internet. At first you search and then see what's on there for your child. Um, Don't be afraid to reach out. I'm a counselor and I do online counseling, but not necessarily me, but there are many other people out there that do online counseling for adult and for children. Seek them out and see if there's something they can do. We have games and all kinds of activities and things to help a child to be able to verbalize what they're feeling. If you want to do some things, some of the things that you can do is to have them draw. That's a great way of seeing what's going on. Have them to illustrate what they're feeling. You can buy clay. You can, I used to make, I know this is really antiquated, but I used to make uh, Play-Doh with flour and everything for my kids. Um, it's a lot of things that you can do. Put a movie on. Um, I lo- like to watch Andy Griffin at night before I go to bed. But find some comedy, something that they like. And parents, caregivers, older siblings, spend time with them. If you can get some type of a schedule so that people will spend different time with these young people, they really, really need them. Now that they're home a lot more, um, there's no camp and all the things that uh, they used to do, you can take them to the park. Social distancing, distancing, you can take them to the park and you can have them play on the swings and just let them get out a little bit. I know our young people, and that's my heart, that is my biggest heart, is young people, because they can't help themselves. We have to protect them. Be careful of who you have watching your children during this time. It may be that you have to get someone that you're not that familiar with to babysit your child while you go to work. Make sure you know who this person is. Make sure that you talk with your child. I note I didn't say to, I said with. Talk with your child. If you notice something different about your child that you've never noticed before, other than the fact that all of that stuff that the teacher told you and you thought she was mistaken um, in the past four months, uh, you kind of know some of that stuff was true. Come on now, you know it. But I'm not referring to that. I'm saying that if they may be behaving differently, um, being scared of things that they weren't scared of before, um, not wanting to be around you, not wanting to be snuggly when they were snuggly, 
So pay attention to your child. They will tell you how they feel more so with their actions. I'm hoping that when we, as we begin to open up a little more, we begin to come out a little more, that our children will not be in trouble. I'm hoping that some of the things that they're experiencing now, they will be able to live with it. It's going to be a lot of things going on. And I want to say again, if you feel your child or even for you, you or your child need someone to talk to, there are many counselors online willing and ready to talk to you or to your child. And we do it online. So I'm not promoting me. I'm promoting any counselor that counsels with children or adults that if you need someone to talk to because we're talking about the children but parents can be depressed um, your finances uh, relationships that might have seemed really good you begin to see the little cracks and a little flaws in them as time went on so that's something that you have to look at too we're getting on each other's nerves fortunately I live alone, me and the app Alexa. So I have nobody to argue with me. Well, sometimes she says, I don't know that. And I say, yes, you do. So maybe that's my argument. But seriously, if in your relationship, you're beginning to see cracks and flaws, you can talk about it. Or if you need help, you can reach out. People will counsel you online. I am excited to see that our parents are going to be, 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 be creative about what they do with the children. This is very different. No one has a perfect answer for it. We can just try to reach out and help each other. This is Dr. Mabel wishing that you have a wonderful and blessed day.